0: Well, scary stories and shows can make you jump and scream and leave the lights on for days. I know I'm still traumatized by a few shows I've seen in the past. So this Halloween season, the Low Budget Ghost Squad presents very scary stories and a few urban legends that still scare me to this day. I'm Natalie. I'm Allison. And I'm Ethan. And we are bringing you fun stories for Halloween, a new one each Monday during the month of October as we head to Baltimore for our next ghost adventure. And I can't wait to see what trouble our ghost app gets us into this time.
1: I would like to say that I'm still a little traumatized by some of the stories from last week. Creepy mirrors, Ethan talking to a devil twin. And that devil twin is still here, Allison.
0: (laughs) Stop! What's wrong with you? Okay, violence is about to break out here in the room, so uh, I'm going to let you go for a minute. Okay, so we are back, and here is what we have for you this week. Urban legends, or as I like to say, my best friend's boyfriend's cousin, mom's ex-husband's sister really did see it. Because everybody has a friend who knows someone who knows someone who's experienced some kind of urban legend. Hopefully, not one of these.
1: Like a vampire who lives on a ranch, or a
0: phantom jogger who
1: hates cars. Oh, which one should we do first? How about the hitchhiker girl? So this teenage guy is driving, and it's raining outside, and there's this girl walking along the road, all by herself, and she's in a cheerleader outfit. And now this is the 1950s, so envision one that looks like that style. Like they had in Greece. So he asked her, Are you okay? And she whispers, I
0: just want to get home. So he offers her a ride home. And I can envision him sounding just like that, too. That was nicely done. So I do want to stop here and give a warning as a mom don't get in the car with a stranger, even if it's raining. And don't stop and let someone get in your car either. Even if it's a stranger. Even if it's (laughs) raining. That was Ethan back there chiming in. So, okay, anyway, uh, this young girl, young young lady, gets in the back seat, and she's drenched because, well, you know, she's been walking in the rain, and this guy has on a letterman jacket, and he gives it to her because she's really cold, and she tells him where she lives, and she gets real quiet after that. It's weird, but he just drives on because it's really not that far away. Why is she in the back seat? Anyway,
1: so he arrives at the house, puts the car in park, and turns around to look in the back seat. But guess what? She's gone. Like no one is there.
0: Except that the seat is wet. And I'm just going to tell you that I edited out all the inappropriate comments that were made about why someone's seat could be wet. We are not doing bathroom humor in these chefs.
1: Fine. So... He decides to go up to her door, I mean, something weird is going on, and he knocks. This mom-like person answers the door and he asks, Um, I'm looking for the girl who lives here. I gave her a ride home from Highway 17. Is she's just like out there walking in the rain in her cheerleader outfit? But the mom just looks down, and tears welling up in her eyes. And he can't really understand her at first because she's crying and trying to
0: talk at the same time. And he can't believe what he's hearing. She said, That's my daughter you're talking about. You're talking about Lila. They keep seeing Lila. I don't I don't know how. She died three years ago in an accident in the rain on Highway 17, coming home from a football game. And then she pointed to the small graveyard that was next to the old Methodist church down the street strategically placed for this story might i add so the guy slowly walks
1: over to the graveyard because there's something interesting there that grabs his attention something that shouldn't be there he walks over to one of the newer graves because there was his letterman jacket draped over the tombstone it was just waiting for him and the grave that it was on said my dearest daughter
0: lila there are lots of versions of this urban legend out there. You have one in Chicago called Resurrection Mary, and in South Carolina, supposedly, there's a pilot whose plane had crashed, and he is said to still roam around looking for a ride. The lesson here, basically, I'll say it again, don't pick up a hitchhiker, and don't get into a car with a stranger, because they may be a ghost. I spent a lot of time searching for fun yet creepy stories. And what I discovered is that there are some areas that have several legends tied to them. Like to me, an abnormal amount. And it makes you wonder, what's going on there? So one of those areas that I talk about is Ojai, California in Ventura County near Los Angeles. And I hope I'm saying the name of the city correctly. And we introduce you to the story of Charman.
1: So many stories about how Charman became Charman, but it all goes back to 1948, when there
0: was a giant fire. Now one version said a father and son got caught in that fire and were burned, but the son ended up killing his dad and he ran into the woods. Another version has the father dying in the fire and the son, who gets burned,
1: goes crazy and somehow ends up in the woods forever. Another version has a car on fire, and the driver, who gets burned, runs into the woods, and I guess he stays there to this day. Then you have the story of a farmer who was having problems with some teenagers, and they were partying on his land and stuff like that. And he kicked them out, I'm sure lots of things were said, and some teens came back and set a fire at his house. And it spread and he got burned, and now he's roaming, looking for those who burned him, so he may be Jarman.
0: Well, whoever Charman really is, here's the deal. Campers have claimed they've been in their tents in the middle of the night, probably telling stories like these, trying to sleep. And then Charman shakes their tent and tries to get them. I don't know if he ever succeeded. Or there are some versions that he pretends to be a hitchhiker,
1: except he doesn't need a ride. Yeah, he's living in the woods. Instead, he attacks the drivers who picked him up. There's also a random
0: bridge that's part of his legend. Now you drive up to what the locals call Charman Bridge, of course, and you get out and you shout for Charman. I'm not quite sure what you yell. Charman! Maybe it's that, I've also seen help me, but whatever it is you yell, and if he comes out, you allegedly, supposedly, face a horrible death. Now how many people have truly died from Charman? I really can't say. He's covered in burns from head to toe, and you can supposedly
1: smell him coming. So you need to run, or else he could take your skin for
0: himself. Ugh. So what else is going on near Ojai? You've got a vampire. Well, a vampire was allegedly around there a long time ago, like... Mm, We're talking 1890, and I should say we got some of these details from a site called Weird California. So this vampire arrives in town from, I don't know, let's say, I think it's Italy, maybe Germany, and he moved into a ranch. Okay, it's not really what I envision when I think of a vampire's house, do you?
1: He didn't hang out with people, and he stayed at home a lot. Yeah, he couldn't go out during the day. We've all seen the TV shows. But people began to see their cattle dying and drained of all their blood.
0: And there's this. Supposedly, these wolf-like creatures would attack people too. Not sure if we had werewolves going on also or not. So the people in town went to the vampire's ranch, but they went during the day. And somehow, someway, the vampire knew they were coming. He's got super hearing. They can sense these things. So the vampire guy had this big dog guarding his his tomb there. Like a hellhound? I mean, if you want to call him that, that's fine, because he also drank blood. So that sounds like a hellhound to me.
1: Or maybe the dog was the vampire. He was also one of the wolf-like creatures who attacked everybody. He was a, a werepire. So stupid. But anyway, then the people see this dog, and they pull out a silver cross to make him run away. And the dog came back, probably to drink more blood. But see,
0: the townspeople also brought holy water with them. They probably watch some of the same shows I do. If they had movies then. Facts are not important here. Yes, um, they are. (laughs) So then they splashed the holy water at the dog and it took off again. Then they opened the vampire's tomb and saw him in there. And they drove
1: a stake through his heart.
0: All those people moved the vampire's body and put it in some sealed up tomb and hid it in the bushes of what is now a park.
1: Well, every Buffy episode I've seen, the vampires just kind of disintegrate. But also in some movies, they could explode, implode, just flail around and scream. It's a whole thing. Well, that hellhound that we were talking about earlier ran away because of the holy water and... People say he's still around, too. And if you see him,
0: that's a bad sign. Obviously, it's a hellhound. I should add this. One version of the tale, that sealed-up tomb, has a small window on it. And supposedly, if you can find it, you can see a skull. And if you believe this story, that would have belonged to a real vampire.
1: I'd bring a wooden stake, you know, just in case.
0: So here's an area that has a few haunted stories attached to it. It's one road in Colorado, not too far from Denver. It's called Riverdale Road.
1: One of the stories involves a hit and run and a ghost who wants revenge. This man was jogging on the road at night and a driver hit him and left him there to die. But we're not sure when this actually happened. So, now you go to the top of the hill on this road. That's actually called Jogger's Hill now, which works. So, you're on top of the hill in your car. Turn off the lights, and then you hear sounds of footsteps. And somebody's like jogging behind you.
0: And they're getting closer and closer and closer. And then you hear a heartbeat.
1: And he thinks that you're the one who hit him.
0: And some people say their cars have been kicked and punched. And it sounds like, you know, fists are hitting the side of the car. And handprints have been seen on the outside of the windows. As if someone's trying to to look inside your car to see, is that the person who killed me? But what if the ghost does find that person?
1: Now, how about this? A phantom Camaro. This is also happening on Riverdale Road, supposedly the most haunted road in America. First we got a hotel, now we got a road.
0: And I guess they keep stats on things like that.
1: Well, this story dates back to the 1970s when someone was driving down the street, and he was probably speeding.
0: And Riverdale Road has curves and and blind corners, so you can imagine what's about to happen.
1: So, of course, the driver crashes and dies.
0: But people have sworn that they've seen the Camaro to this day. But it's not just driving around. It wants to race you. To your death. Reminds me of Christine, the killer car. Yes, my mom had a car that we actually called Christine because after a couple of accidents, I mean, it had to be the car's fault, right? Wasn't it red? Um, yes, it actually was. See?
1: So anyway, the Phantom Camaro is supposedly black and has a busted headlight. It's out, it's out there during the night and daytime. And you'll see it pull behind you. But whatever you do, don't race him. You won't win. Just drive away and never look back.
0: So I'm going to tell you about a park in Omaha, Nebraska that I read about, and it has just fascinated me. You have reports of ghosts and the usual stuff that go along with ghost sightings. You know, People have gotten pictures of orbs, and they've heard voices, and they saw things. There is a report of a woman killing her husband and burying him there, but that was before it was a park. What do you do? I don't know, but he's probably the ghost. There's also this staircase known as the Morphine Stairs. And I'm not saying morphine like the drug. Morphine like morph. It changes. Somebody called it the Stairway to Hell. I kind of like that title better. Allegedly, when you count the steps as you walk up, you will get a different number when you come down. And if you don't, if you get the same number both ways, here's the dramatic part you'll be cursed. Now, I don't really know what will happen to you after that, but I don't know if you really want to find out. So, my mom saw some
1: school actually use this story in an assignment. They had to go count the steps, and they explained why they got different numbers. I don't think they were allowed to put It's Haunted as, as a reason.
0: If you're curious, there are allegedly 188 steps... If you get something different, let me know. But guys, believe it or not, uh, that's not the most interesting urban legend at this park. I'm going to say this phrase. Cannibal albinos living in trees.
1: What? Wow, whoa, whoa. There's a lot going on
0: here. Wait, 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 wait. What? Okay, so they're referred to as a family or a colony or something like that. I've read this urban legend has been around since like the 1960s. And I'll just go ahead and say that there are several sites out there debunking this claim of cannibals running wild in a park in Nebraska. But it is a very wooded area, and at night, you may not be able to see a lot. So keep that in mind. So really, who knows who's out there watching you? I hope they're not hungry when they see you. And we had a lot of fun looking up these urban legends. I mean, there's an entire site dedicated to the best urban legends from each state. I would look at those and then go down a rabbit hole for hours. But again, what was so interesting is that some areas had so many stories attached to them, like Ojai, California, and Riverdale Road near Denver. And we just told you two stories from each. There are plenty more. And by the way that Phantom Camaro. I found a great old picture of my dad with his old Camaro. It was around the same time period. Now, I'm not saying his car is the Phantom one, but you can check it out. You can see it all on our Facebook and Instagram page, Low Budget Ghost Squad, and we also have some fun videos on our YouTube channel. And be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcast, so you can be among the first to hear next week's very scary stories. And it's called... Why won't you rest in peace? What's going on at the graveyard? Spooky tales of glowing red eyes following you around. And be careful where you sit, because you could end up on the devil's chair. The Low Budget Ghost Squad is part of Spellbound Productions. Written, directed, produced, edited, and anything else that needed to be done, was by yours truly thank you to Lucinda Peterson for the artwork for the show and a big thank you to Allison and Ethan of course this week they taught us don't race random ghost cars and don't pick up a hitchhiker